So, uh, so Dalton, you uh, get to be one of my first guests on this uh, whole idea of having some conversations uh, um, and this podcast format. And so I've been excited about this for a long time. And we, uh, I know we met a few years ago, and I've watched you as you were young in high school as a wrestler. And, uh, and, and then we got to meet and have some uh, much uh, deeper conversations. And even though wrestling was part of it, um, it clearly wasn't the, the only thing that was going on. So, um, but this, this particular uh, conversations that we're doing in these podcasts is really about uh, the idea of transformation and how people uh, change in their life and how they are able to take maybe the taking away from Ryan Holiday's idea of how the obstacles in their life um, actually are the opportunities that they take. But uh, before we jump into any of that, let me... Um, I'm just curious, uh, what do you do? I mean, outside of wrestling and, and taking care of yourself, health and training and stuff like, like, what do you do for fun? What do you, any hobbies, any interests? Yeah. Well, first, you know, thanks for having me on. Um, I've been looking forward to helping you and finding a way to get, get these types of conversations out. Cause I think they were extremely beneficial to me when we mm-hmm. started talking. And mm-hmm. so, uh, I'm glad to be here f- for this. Um, what do I do for fun? I'm really, uh, I guess I have a lot of different hobbies, but I'm I'm into uh, entrepreneurship and and business and strategy uh, within business, um, and you know I find all sorts of uh, excitement um, in thinking about the world uh, culturally, and you know basically all human behavior is fascinating to me in whatever realm it is, whether it's in business, whether it's in, um, you know, culture and communities, um, how we live and how we think. I think mm-hmm. that's pretty much where my energy goes. No matter what I'm doing, I'm focused on why people do things the way that they do them. Sure. And, uh, uh, trying to figure out how you can get through to people to change their behaviors and so on. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Okay. But I don't, I I play golf once in a while, but I don't get out too much because of time restrictions. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Besides that. Well, I think just, just that, you know, and that's another thing. I mean, I, when you said that, I'm like, that's totally makes sense from what I know of you, but I wouldn't have necessarily thought that was, you know, what you would consider just doing fun. But I think it also is that element that I'm most interested, like, getting to know you and as I've gotten to know you that you're much more than this that one dimensional uh you know athlete turn coach you know and then yeah. you know that there's more to and there's more that you have to offer more that you are interested in than just the sport of wrestling yeah and and that lifestyle so well why don't we jump into that a little bit so you used to be a high school uh state qualifier um, that's when I first saw you um down at the state tournament and then you wrestled in college so Tell me a little bit, how did you get into wrestling? What, how did that all begin? Uh, I started wrestling when I was like five years old because okay. my my older brother had wrestled, and uh, I guess my parents just decided to bring me along. Um, I actually didn't start off on a positive note. I lost my first match, okay. which kind of, um, um, it was traumatic for me, but it was little kids wrestling, so it, sure. there was no, um, there was no, uh, beauty to, to, to the skills that we possess, but I lost and I didn't like the feeling of losing. So I quit right there and okay. I didn't, 
I didn't fully quit the sport of wrestling. I just quit competing. I didn't like the feeling of competing. And for some reason, even at a young age, I felt unprepared, and that was that bothered me. Mm-hmm. I felt like I wasn't prepared to compete, so I decided to go, I'm not going to compete. Okay. Um, took a few years. I practiced every day. Okay. Uh, started competing a few years after that. I think I was like a 500 wrestler my first year back, and then I had... And when was that? When was when uh, you... probably seven? I think I started wrestling again. Okay. Um, I think I had a losing record when I was seven, and then eight, I went to five hundred. Nine, I had a winning record, and then ten, onward, I was a state placer. Okay. And okay. Uh, I placed in the state tournament four years in kids club and okay. four years in high school. Okay. Went on to the University of Illinois. Um, you know. And at, at the college level, it was really difficult for me because I didn't, um, I didn't possess the same motivations that I had when I was younger. Okay. When I was younger, I, I was extremely motivated to win a, a state championship. Okay. Um, and so I was, I mean, dedicated because of that. Yeah. Uh, when I went to college, it was, it was a little bit, you know, I had some darker moments because I didn't know necessarily why I was going to college. I didn't know what, what I wanted to do. Um, you know, people would tell you that you're there for education and opportunity, but then, you know, wrestling was a job at the division one level. So, you know, if you're not doing well, uh, you're not received well. So, Mm, uh, it was pretty difficult for me there and in my early years, but yeah. So, well, well, one question I had Going back, so, I mean, you started young. I mean, five years old, right? And so it, usually, right, when I when I look at it is they're usually, they're either wrestling families or there's some other, you know, older person or, you know, you know brother, uncle, dad. Who, who, who got you started with it? How, how did that all happen and what kind of influence was that? And what was that like when you, after that first match, said, mm, um, Yeah. Um, you know, there was really zero pressure uh from my family okay um i never expressed that i didn't want to do it yeah i liked being around the wrestling practices and stuff like that um and from a very early age i think i was just always competitive with myself okay so you know my motivation for the sport grew as i got older Mm -hmm. but it almost most certainly is tied to the idea that whatever I do, I'm trying to figure it out. Right. So, you know, I don't know, I don't know whether all of it was just influence or it was something that, you know, from an early age, I just focused on whatever I was doing. I was trying to figure out how to be really good at it. Sure. Um, I know that growing up, I can remember my, my dad talking all the time about, um, you can be the best like you can you can you can be as good as anybody there's mm-hmm. nobody that uh has abilities that you can't possess right. so I, I remember there was there was uh a lot of encouragement with pursuing your potential but it was never related to uh um the sport of wrestling okay okay gotcha so then going back to champagne when you wrestled for u of i there you were there for how long how long did you wrestle for them uh, three years total. Okay. Um, my first year I was there for a half a year. Okay. And 
I decided that it wasn't for me at the time, and I actually came home. Okay. And uh, I was really in a place where I just didn't know if I wanted to be in college, and I didn't know if I wanted to be in college wrestling. Sure. So I actually came home halfway through the year, um, came home, helped coach a little bit, but ultimately uh, had a lot of encouragement, and then I missed wrestling. So I ended up going back for okay. the next two years. At Champaign. At Champaign. And okay. then um, my junior year, I decided to transfer to the University of Nebraska. Okay. Um, again, this kind of gets into that idea of what I was looking for for that transformation. So I thought that the University of Nebraska was going to provide me a better opportunity. Okay. I thought that it was going to be uh, more enjoyable, more motivating, and so on. Okay. Um, so I went to Nebraska for a year, and uh, after that, I uh, retired from the Division One wrestling, came home for a year, coached, and went to school, and I had tons of encouragement to go back to university to get my degree, okay. so then I went to Elmhurst College, where I wrestled and finished my degree in exercise okay. science. Okay, so then you... So then technically you wrestled, even though you were in the wrestling room, two years for Illinois, one year for Nebraska, and then you, and then you were um, finished up at Elmhurst. Yep. Gotcha. Okay. All right. What In those time periods, either high school or in, in college at any one of those schools, was there someone, uh, a coach, or someone that kind of um, – like like stands out in your memory of like who who had an influence on you what and and what was that like yeah um most definitely you know we've talked about this a few times but um when i first went to the university of illinois my high school wrestling coach had gone to illinois as well and when i left he said uh coach heffernan is a great coach uh get close to him he he's a he's a smart guy he's got a lot to mm-hmm. offer you so when I first went down there, I, I naturally was uh, drawn to Coach Heffernan. Um, he's now the head wrestling coach at University of Illinois. Um, he was an assistant then, though, right? He was an assistant yeah. at that point. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I asked him a lot of questions. I, I, I was around him. You know, when I felt like it wasn't right for me, I went there. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to him and talked to him about it. You know, I was... A freshman in college and I was crying to him about yeah. being homesick and not wanting to be there and then uh, um, later on when I got to Elmhurst uh, Steve Marinetti was another huge uh, influence in my not only my life but the way I looked at wrestling and, and that sort of stuff but okay. I can definitely say Coach Heffernan you know I gave Coach Heffernan every opportunity to not have a continued relationship with me to this day mm-hmm. and uh he looking back he was just always there he was never there only on the circumstances of if i could help him in a wrestling uh world sure he was always there um and still is if i have any uh, any questions or advice okay. and he's got it interesting so and i think you made a good point and i think that's so many times you know been in the counseling world you know for 20 plus 28 years or whatever that so many times when it's a lot of pressure um, to go from high school 
to, to college and going away to school. And, and then even more so when all these expectations and all these unknowns and all these things are going on to start playing um, or, or competing at, at regardless of it's D3 or D1 or NAIA, it doesn't really matter. I think there's just so many, so many times I talk to young people that they are 100% sure they know what they want to do in the spring of their senior year. And then come that fall of their freshman year, it's like, this is a whole different world. And uh, I know that was my experience. Um, when I left Rock Valley and went to Illinois State, I had, I had you know, competed and I had already won the national title and state title. And, but that was a completely different experience being down at Illinois State for the first time away. And um, it was just different. I don't, I don't know how to... Yeah. Well, I talk about the the thing that I hope to figure out a way to impact or change at the higher levels is when you when you go to the Division One level in sports or just in the college level in general, it no longer becomes about your journey. And uh, this is something that again I, I I'm um, constantly trying to figure out the best way to explain and articulate this. But when you go to college, you have a handful of coaches that their careers and livelihood depend on the performance of the team. And for me in wrestling, like my entire experience with wrestling up until that point was just about me. Right. If I didn't want to train, nobody gave me a hard time. Mm -hmm. If I did want to train, I didn't need anybody to tell me good job. You know, it was an individual journey and an individual experience. And then when you get to college, it becomes this thing that's attached to so many other people's experiences. Sure. And I think it takes a different form. Mm -hmm. I no longer think that it's a personal experience. Mm -hmm. It it becomes um, dependent on, I mean, your, your experience uh, influences others, mm -hmm. depending on what role they're in. Right. And uh, for me, I struggled with that because, you know, as a coach, I... I look at athletes, and maybe they're not there yet. And this goes back to how Heffernan um, always approached it, and that's why I think he's a he's a great coach. Is he never approached it like it was only one? Uh, he I guess he was confident that no matter what happened, he was going to be fine. So he never projected his insecurities of losing his job or losing a, a team uh, tournament or something like that. He was always focused on the individualized approach to coaching, and I think uh, that's an important aspect. But it's just hard when it becomes other people's yeah. uh, journey. Well, it's interesting. I mean, this is what came to mind when you were just talking about this idea of other other people's expectations of the outcome, and then they are somehow tied into that outcome. You know, like like you said, either. In, you know, having an individual national champion or ranking higher, or, you know, you know, winning the, the conference or whatever it may be. And that idea of your, your individual performance and the outcome of that then being directly tied to their perceived outcome versus uh, the journey and, and developing along in the journey. I, I, I don't remember who, who, who did this, who quoted this or whatever, but, um, he talked about the idea of, um, it was a collegiate wrestler coach and the guy was really super excited about that. He just won and was going all crazy about that. And coach walked over to him and said, this is the first time you've ever won. 
it won't be the last time. <laughs> so what are you getting so excited about? And later, another guy on the team lost, and he was all upset and stuff. And coach walked over and said the same same thing to him, that it wasn't going to be the last time he wrestles. It wasn't going to be the last time he was going to lose. Why is he taking it? You know, uh, it is, and it was much more about that journey than it was about that one specific outcome. And I know for me, as, as well as some other athletes, or not even athletes, just individuals in general, of how much more anxiety, how much more stress that we put on ourselves if we think what has to happen a certain way. And um, I know for me, I I would love to say that I'm completely beyond that or transcended that yet. I'm not. I you know I I'm reminded of it when. I beat myself up too much about a particular whatever it is. Um, I can come back around a little bit faster now than I was, you know, ten years ago or or twenty years ago. But um, I still get can still get triggered, still get hooked. So. Yeah. Well, just the idea that um, you know Ryan Holiday, the obstacles, the way, but more so the the influence of Stoic philosophy has helped me more than anything transition into coaching. Knowing that I've already done all of this stuff, yeah. and um, trying really hard to uh, separate myself, and and you know, going back to uh, the journey of like encouraging people to take that journey, yeah, you know, and and holding space for them when they have those moments to to talk them through. Like you said, yeah. this won't be the last time you win. Yeah. This won't be the last time uh, you lose, and you know it. It, it's a consistent pursuit of of personal growth and and expansion yeah. i guess i know a few years ago when we first met i don't remember which which conversation it was you know but um but we we talked about that idea of um being here introducing the idea of the hero's journey and so tell me a little bit about about that what what was um what was that when I first introduced that concept to you of Campbell's work, um, what was that like? And I remember you, you talked about that being a pretty profound, um, and so tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. Um, well the, uh, when I first, when you first exposed me to the, the movie, it was the movie. Now up until that point, it's actually fascinating because I was always fascinated with, um, the afterlife, religion, and 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 just things that maybe frustrated me, maybe uh, didn't make a lot of sense to me. Um, again, going back to the human behavior, like certain things didn't sit well with me. So every year of college, I took a uh, a theology class, mm-hmm. um, but I never came across anything about uh, Joseph Campbell's work. Okay. So I never knew who he was beforehand and you showed me a video and it was called um finding joe and then the you know talked about the hero's journey of you know going into the 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 um going into the woods without any path and if you found a path you know right there that it's not the path for you Mm -hmm. and then just this idea of you know trials and tribulations that create a a a I, I want to say stronger, but you only become more aware of your strength already, right? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, the the, the Buddhist uh, story about um, they had a gold statue and they covered it up and, and then late, so nobody would steal it. And then later they found out that it was uh, gold. But 
um, Joseph, when when I watched that movie and I and I had the context of what he was trying to do and bring the the hero's journey story to light and explain that this is you know a great way to explain the the human experience for me it embodied identically the the experience of 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 a wrestler becoming the best wrestler that he can become mm-hmm. because if you want to become really good at wrestling uh it is extremely difficult um there's not a ton of other people that want to do it so you're often alone in in very um uh, important developmental times mm-hmm. um looking back uh there was a lot of times where i'm training by myself you know um and uh yeah so like the story of the hero's journey for me was just a it, it was it was it was something that i was looking for so that i could find a way to explain to other parents and coaches like hey this is the hero's journey for individuals mm-hmm. so stay out of it yeah. right like uh parents obviously are trying to do the best that they can for their kids and oftentimes they get in the way and they don't allow their kid to experience their own journey because they're afraid and going back to the hero's journey like you're by yourself Mm -hmm. you're on your own path you're not on the path um that um other people want you to be on right and it's not a safe path right right there's going to be a lot of dark down moments but the only thing that you can do is is remind them that they're strong enough to get through it and that they'll learn from it, you know? Well, I think that idea, you know, and, and we talk about it, you know, of helicopter parents, right? Regardless of, and I think in wrestling, you know, no, no different than any other sport, especially at the lower levels. There's so much projection based upon the parent could be projecting onto their, you know, son or daughter who's wrestling and about that particular outcome that they have versus the development. I know when I was coaching at Harlem that um, uh, I would see kids that were going through the, going through the, all the camps and all the different kids clubs and all the things. And then by the time they got, you know, sophomore, junior in high school, wrestling varsity, they were done. They, they didn't want to wrestle anymore. And, uh, and they weren't wrestling for them anymore. They weren't playing football for them anymore or basketball, whatever the sport was. And, um, and I think you're right about that. I, you, you said that piece about it not being safe. And, um, and I think sometimes when people are not fully understanding, we're not necessarily talking about physical safety, but more importantly, that emotional, you know, safety, like when you left, you know, to go down to Champagne, that was part of it. You know, that, that, that was part of your journey. It wasn't safe. It was, you were out of your comfort zone. You, you know, you were questioning, not just wrestling, but you were questioning, do I even want to be in college? Does, is this really for me? What's the point now? Um, yeah, you know all those things, and it's those moments. I know for me, the, the here, you know, Campbell's work. At first, when it was introduced to me, I was attracted to it, but it was so complex, yet simple, that I couldn't get my head wrapped around it. But I kept going back to it, and 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 then it was, um, uh, I had different people teaching me about it and, and and walking me through. And I remember the greatest, and this was probably about the time that we, you know, I first introduced it to you. I was in the middle of, of doing something I had never done before, which was took a six-month sabbatical from uh, from counseling at that time, which led me to be available to meet then. But um, uh, 
I kept going back to that film to remind me that where I was at and the fears that I had financially, business-wise, all those things, that it was okay. It was okay to be afraid as long as I'm continuing to question what is it that I'm really afraid of? What really was the demon or dragon or whatever whatever that was? And I think making that, because um, I think of like, either performing arts, which my daughter does, and is, so I'm heavily influenced with the performing arts, but then also sport, I think it's more of a metaphor for life. It's a playground for us to test those things. Let me let me transition a little bit um, for a sec. I, you had an opportunity um, now to no longer be um, yourself competing, but now an opportunity um, coaching and, and being, a, being a head coach. Um, and is this the first time a head coach? Uh, no, second. Okay. Okay. And where was the first head coaching position? I was coaching at Rockford Boylan for uh, one year. Okay. Okay. And now you're going to be the head coach of a new project, right? A new, new initiative. So tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. So I'm the head coach of the Belvedere High School Co-op. So they, due to lack of involvement at one of the schools, um, they decided to co-op the two Belvedere High Schools into one program. Okay. So, uh, yeah, this is the first year. I was an assistant last year. Um, and it, it was a, it's obviously a unique opportunity because it's my, my alma mater. It's my, my home. Um, it's where my family is, where I grew up. Um, and, uh, yeah, it, 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 I think, to be honest, bringing back Joseph Campbell's work, it's the, you know, it's the return aspect. Yeah. You know, um, Joseph Campbell's work is uh, initiation, um, I don't know how they, how I forget what the second word. First is the call. Call. Then the initiation, and then the return home. Okay. Then yeah. the, okay. Then the return home, and basically, you you go out into the world, you learn all these things about yourself and about the world, and then you bring them back to the yeah. community yeah. that you're from to show them what you've learned and what actually exists out there. Yeah. And you know, in 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 our community or communities around here, we are. Um, confined oftentimes to the things that we know and what we've known to be true around here. Um, wrestling for me has allowed me to go in circles that I could have never imagined going into. I, 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 I've been around coaches that have had just so much success from a, you know, athletic side as a mentoring side. I've been, uh, around professional athletes in worlds that, a small town kid, you know, from Belvedere, from two middle class um, working parents, like could never imagine. And the idea of of showing people what's possible through sport um, from a journey standpoint. Mm-hmm. The journey is so beautiful. If if you if you become your your best self, if you become uh, if you reach your potential in anything, the journey that that um, um, opens opens you in the journey that presents itself is so uh, awesome and educational and mm-hmm. and I think uh, yeah so I'm excited to kind of find a way to one show people systems that I've learned that 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 contribute to a successful program mm-hmm. uh, organization. Um, I want to bring back the the experience that uh what opportunities lie for their for themselves if they, if they try um and then obviously um 
hopefully uh, leaving an impact, a, a motivation and inspiration to young people to live a certain way, yeah. um, to, to really try to become their, their best selves and, and continue to grow. So, yeah, it's, it's an exciting uh, opportunity. You know, I think of... Um, I think about that idea that, you know, obviously when we're competing, especially as competitive as you and I are, you know, a state title, you know, bringing back a state title to Belvedere or bringing back a national title or, or whatever is in concept, it seems so important, but I think what Belvedere is going to benefit greatly and, and, and the students and the athletes and the parents are going to benefit even more so than those titles is that you're bringing back the journey. You're bringing back, uh, the framework of that journey and that for me as an outsider and and someone who's become a fan of, of you not just on the mat but um, I'm excited about seeing that and seeing that what you're going to be able to bring um, not just the mechanics of wrestling because I know you'll be able to teach them that as well but even more so how to help these um, these uh, young boys um, and maybe some young girls I don't know um, how to develop into um, the best that they could possibly be develop into men develop into women to the best they can be so, yeah so Dalton I want to thank you very much for coming on board we would you be open to coming back again as this yeah, begins because it's a couple of weeks you guys are starting wrestling right yeah, it starts next week. Oh, oh, geez. All right. So it's perfect that I got you before the season. Yeah. And then we can maybe uh, touch base as the season's unfolding or the Absolutely. season ends. All right, Dalton. Thanks for Yeah. Thanks, thanks for having me. I'm uh, looking forward to uh, seeing how many podcasts you do and All right. the next guest. Perfect. All right. Thanks. Thank you.